Hey guys, this is Coach Derek. I want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Pueblo Boxing. Y'all be sure to check out uh, Pueblo Boxing. They have unique and high quality boxing gear and novelty gifts. You can find the gear at soloboxing.com. That's S-O-L-O boxing.com. Check it out, man. They do quality work. One thing we know for sure about Wild, you know, yeah, yeah, he hit you straight. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, and. This woman whooped the whole world twice. <laughs> the whole world. What's the dang deal? Happy Saturday. Welcome to another edition of Soapboxing Podcast. It's your boy, Manny Fresh, along with the, what you got today? The okayest, okayest? How do you say that? Okayest trainer. You ever. said it right, man. The okayest. O-T-E. Yeah, they, they tried to say I wasn't no good. I said, I, I'm the okayest ever. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, it feels good to be back, man. I felt like, it feels like it's been a minute, huh? What, what we've been doing? Man, I, I've been, I, we've been, man, I feel like I've been doing three jobs, bro, getting ready for this fight, man. It's, it's, it's so much. I asked my wife, I asked my wife to help me out. She said, yo, yo, buddy. So, <laughs> man, I've been busy. That's right. We got Quick, quick Draw Randall fighting uh, on the uh, Thriller card uh, this Saturday coming up. Uh, mm. Jake Paul and, uh, and who's the other guy? Jake Paul. And the MMA guy? I didn't know who he was, but uh, it's uh, Askren. Askren. He fought in the UFC and stuff, I believe. Yeah, well, so, for me, uh, the, the, for me, the main event is Q and uh, uh, Regis. That's the fight. Those are yeah. two fights I want to see, man. It's yeah, fun. you don't want to miss that Regis fight. It's gonna be. I think he's gonna knock this boy silly. Yeah, that dude. Um, he's he's been on a mission. Uh, go ahead and uh, introduce who we got into that, brother. All right, uh, you two. Uh, Facebook, we got on 10 time national channel. Jury, Roger. Now, I, I've been putting on there the crown jewel because I just like it. Plus, mm-hmm. my wife, plus, my wife is the only black woman I ever seen that's interested in the English people. I come home and she be looking at the English, you know, like on Netflix. Uh-huh. And I said, the crown jewel, man. I said, that's a jury's name, man. That's a good name. 10 time <laughs> national champion, her 25 pounds. National champion, right? Ten times, yes, sir. Ten times. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 a one time golden glove champion, man. You ain't shit. Working on number two though. We're working on number two. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Who'd you bring your uh who'd you bring on the show with you today? Go ahead, that's what they go ahead. You can tell them who it is. Okay, this is my dad, um, my coach as well. So Nice. Absolutely. Man, when I uh 
Actually, I had been I had been filing jury. Actually, I want to say before the pandemic, I was uh, I, I'm a big proponent of women's boxing, and and uh, I just enjoy it because it's boxing. Because it ain't, you know, I don't I don't put no certain to it, but it, it seems like other people kind of they flaky about it if they just don't know no better. But I'm a, I'm a fan of great boxing, so when when uh, women, young ladies of, of great boxers, I'm, there's no difference to me. Uh, so me and Mike, me and Mike Campbell was talking one day and I said, man, you know how I push these gals, man. I said, there's so many in the pro ranks and the amateurs, man. I said, uh, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pay attention to the young girls, you know, the amateurs. Right. Uh, and, and the first name came out of his mouth was Julie Rodriguez, man. And I said, "Well, I know, I know who that is, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not schooled enough. So let me start schooling myself, man." So it's been about, I guess, two years now. I guess I've been watching it, and then so, so I seen all the fights at the tournament because uh, I had one, I had one fight on the show. He lost in the first round. I got him a, I got him a waiver because he only had a few fights. But he, we, he spars pros and everything. But so then, hell, I just had to watch Jury. Then shit, I mean, he, he lost, so I ain't had nobody else to watch. So I was watching every one of the fights, and uh, and I'll be damned, man. I, I was so impressed. Uh, and we'll get into it about about why, but. but uh man fresh I, I i was very impressed man with this young lady man and 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 i tell you i'm pretty good at picking uh fighters man i'm pretty good at it. i've been been good at it a long time and, and and fresh to tell you uh i was high on uh clarissa before she was a pro uh i was high on uh i'm high on that little girl out of san antonio but i'm gonna tell you man i really think watching jury fight man I'm like, oh Lord, I'm, I'm getting in on the ground floor. Now I know she's been fighting a long time, but I'm talking about as a young lady right now, man. I was very impressed. You did a a, a, a hell of a showing. Uh, how was your experience this time out? Was tougher? Not tougher? What? Tell me about it. my past fights. Well, this getting ready for this tournament, coming off of the the low and no fights and all that type of stuff. Um. Yeah. So. I recently had, um, I just fought at Nationals. Um, I fought three times, but before that I had two fights, um, two smokers, one in Huntsville and then one um, in Harlingen, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, those were my first fights coming back after uh, 2019, December Nationals. After COVID. After COVID. And um, honestly, it felt really good to be back in the ring. Uh, I missed it a lot. You know, we took a year off and, you know, cause of COVID and, and um, it felt good, you know, get back in the ring after, you know, losing in nationals. So that one hit pretty hard. So, you know, I knew how to pick it up for the year to come. It, it wasn't that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, coach. She was fighting people. It, you was matched up with like some competitive fighters, man. It wasn't no, oh. yeah, man, you, you had a hell of a drunk. I was watching the girl, you know, you had to, you had to come up with some answers. I seen you, I was watching you. Our, uh, our first, first opponent of this tournament was the number four seed, which was Alicia Ricks from Hawaii. Oh, wow. We had lost okay. Alicia. We had lost by split decision, 3-2 split in the uh, the last tournament in 2019, right before COVID. So 
that one we had to get. So we had to, we had to get that one back. Right. That was our first one out. I think she was under more pressure for the first one of this tournament, which was against Alicia. But then after she got that one out the way, then we went on to the number two seed. Um, and then from there, we went on to the number one seed in the finals. Nice. Uh, and was, was there any any extra uh, outside of, 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 of winning the rematch? Was there any extra uh, stuff, messages you did coming off of this layoff, no fights? You know, you did the two smokers, but this is the elite competition right here. This is, right. this is the whole thing here. No, I felt I felt Wait. good going into that fight. Um, physically, I felt you know strong. You know, mentally, I was there, so I felt I felt one hundred percent ready going into that fight. I, I'm glad I had two tune-up fights beforehand before getting into nationals, and uh, it was a great training camp. So I felt ready. Nice. Which uh, would you say the first fight was the toughest? Which which fight was the toughest for you? They were every fight had. Um, they're different, you know, toughness. Yeah, different elements. You know, some were more technical. Some were more, I had to really fight for it. So my first fight was more, uh, I would say that was probably was my toughest fight mentally before getting in the ring. I'm never usually a nervous person before fighting. Um, uh, I'm usually really cool, calm, collected. But for this one, you know, that was the first time ever before standing in the ring. I felt just a little bit nervous. It was because, you know, she beat me and, you know, I really didn't want to lose. I, you know, I wanted to make the team, you know, very badly. And, and um, so it was just a lot of little nerves that, you know, try to, you know, hop on me at last minute. But um, I had to shake it off. You know, when the bell rings, it all goes away. So how did it feel when they raised your hand after that fight? I felt really good. I felt relieved. Um, you know, we got the first one out the way. Uh, it was tough. She was a boxer. So she was boxing me out and ends and, you know, being fast with it. But uh, we did what we had to do to win. So did you feel did you feel at that point? We were like, OK, now I can go on and, and take this off. Not or really. Um, because I did. I did. I got to take every I take every one of my fights serious. It doesn't, you know, no matter who the opponent. So I knew, you know, every fight I had to be mentally there 100 percent. You know, I couldn't overlook somebody, even if I beat them in the past, you know, so, you know, I went in there, you know, having respect for each opponent for, you know, for what they've done and things like that. So, um, every, every fight was a battle. I had a, until, yeah. you know, I had my hand raised on finals day. That's when I let my guard down. Let's go back a couple of years. You know, one of the things that coach and I uh, really like to talk about and, and observe in boxing is the, 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 the relationship between, a coach and a fighter, but not only a coach and a fighter, but when that coach is their dad, it just really adds a whole new dynamic and and, and, and beautiful meaning sometimes to it. Tell us about the history of, uh, of this family boxing, man. You got a you got a big family, huh? You got how many brothers and sisters do you have? Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I have, uh, we, about, all, we about to put everybody. Yeah. <laughs> all, all from the same mom and dad. I have eight brothers and four sisters. Eight brothers and four sisters. Now, do the brothers box? Majority of them, yes, they've all boxed. So you got eight brothers that box, and then you have four sisters. How many of the sisters box? Um, my little sister, just one of them. She boxed. She used to. Nice. So, and where do you rank in the? Let me, hold on. Let me do my math here. 
in the in the in the twelve, how many? Where do you rank? I am the seventh child, I believe. So you seventh, seventh oldest. So, yeah. Dad, how 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 did this all how did this all start off with, man? And when did you did when did you realize she was going to be a fighter? Was it something that you wanted for her, or was it something that she came tugging on your shirt for? Yeah, she was. It came along. I mean, it was always the boys. Her older brother. She has four older brothers, and. It was always, we were always training, you know, I was always training her brothers. And then when she, you know, we didn't think about asking the girls, you know, to come join the gym until the little sister that she mentioned asked me one day, hey, Pops, can I box? And I was like, sure, come on, if you want to, you want to box, let's go. And the brothers were all against it. No, we don't want no girls in the gym. <laughs> and so I'm like, no. Y'all going with me all over the all over the state and all over the nation on these tournaments, and I don't get to see them. If they want to come and they want to be a part of it, let them work their way their way in as well. <laughs> when she found out that the little sister was going to box, and she wanted, she asked too, "Can I do it too?" Boys got mad again. No, we don't want no girls. But I I I, I told them, "No, y'all can box." And what did mom say about all this? Mom has always been up and down with it, you uh-huh. know. I think at first it was hard because she was against it. Uh, but then some things happened in in our lives. Her dad passed away and she had some she has two brothers who started to stray after my father in law passed away. Mm-hmm. But I brought I brought them in the gym. You know, I told them that you know they asked if they what they could box. I said, Yeah. So once she saw how boxing caused them to, you know, straighten up, and that's when she kind of got on board from there. It was easier now because you know it's kind of like that Rocky movie when Adrian ain't down with Rocky, you know, and Rocky low to follow him. Yeah, it'll weigh on him. Once she was on board with it, it was like a relief, like a load off my back. Nice. So when you got that, when you got Dad's permission to go out and and, and start training, what was that first experience like? Did, was it something that you said, okay, this is what I want to do, or did you ask yourself, what did I get myself into? Um, right away, whenever I was brought into the gym, you know, when I started training, um, you know, we had to stretch out. My dad always makes us stretch out. So right away, I, you know, I liked the stretches from holding the arms and holding the legs. And I thought it was fun. And so then, you know, also, you know, the warm ups, the jump rope, I thought that was fun also. And it was just little workouts that he did. It was it was just fun to me and something new right away. I did like it. Uh, I like, you know, being in, in the gym with them, and um, it was fun right away. I enjoyed it. The rest was history. You started kicking ass, huh? <laughs> we knew she was special when we, that first bar came up. We were like, whoa, what do we got here? And she was sparring all these little guys, and they were like, wow. She was blasting little guys, the little, little male, males away. And then that first fight came, and same thing. She just running over people. Nice. And how has it been, how has it been having your dad as your coach? Um, I prefer it rather than a regular coach because I'm, I'm a very coachable person. You know, um, when coaches come to me, you know, trying to give me feedback and stuff, I, I, you know, I invite it and I don't mind it, but you know, there's times in training camps where, you know, y'all bump heads and, and the coach gets mad at the boxer. I don't think I could have somebody who's not my dad trying to like get after me and yell at me. I just think I would have an attitude with that, but with my dad, um, it's it's better. So I would I would prefer it rather than somebody else. 
D, Paul, what do you think about this guy? Huh? What do you think about this dynamic? <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm, I'm for what works. So I, I don't believe in no, you know, we all, I think we all as trainers come into this thing and we kind of inherit the prejudices of whoever trained us, right? So when, 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 you know, when you're told, uh, maybe girls shouldn't box or, or maybe a guy shouldn't start boxing by a certain age or forget about it or, 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 you know, uh, parents don't do good for tra uh, trainers and all that. Listen, all that's, Jira's a 10 time national champion. So anybody who tells me <laughs> that a, a father, uh, a father daughter thing don't work, I'm probably not going to listen to nothing else they say because it's, 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 I'm, and, and, and fighting is so boxing and we all boxing people. Boxing is, is so, uh, intricate, right? That anybody pretending they have a set, set rule, of, uh, a rule of thumb don't realize that you're dealing with an individual. The individual may make the fight, may make the individual's constitution may be the reason why they win us. The individual made the way the way they're able to take direction may be the why they win. But each individual is different. So, and like right. Jerry said, you you seldom and and fresh can attest to this. I've been training him for years now. You never see me telling a fighter un un uh, approached, meaning unless I was approached. You'll never hear me say, "Man, you need to do this and you need to do." You know why? Because I don't know what the hell you was taught and what you wasn't taught and what I'm telling you may not fit, you know? So, so I'm going to just root for that person. And, and, and if, if, if the trainers get that work out of them and they winning, man, there's, there's no such thing as a wrong dynamic. If it's winning, it's wrong when you're not winning and, 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 you know, kids are getting hurt and you're steady getting kids beat up because you really don't know what you're doing as a trainer, but trainers who know what they're doing, man, they, they, it doesn't matter if they fathers, sons, uncles, nephews, or strangers. It doesn't matter. If they know what they're doing, you, it'll show in the work. So I, I, I don't have no problem with nothing, to be honest with you, if it's, if it's working. The 10-time ten ten national champion seems to be working, huh? <laughs> hey, look, man. Uh, and, and I want to ask Paul some things. I was telling Paul, I said, man, look, I try to get trainers on here all the time and outside of my friends you know like bobby and uh, a couple of trainers that are average outside of them guys you know they always tentative they <laughs> they'll message me all day long coach i think this this and this what you think this is it but come on the, come on the platform on the podcast for some reason <laughs> I, I i don't know if it's i don't know if it's because you kind of like laying yourself out like somebody could ask you or something but i don't know what it is but i was telling paul I said, man I, I shit. I want trainers to come on. If you come on with jewelry, I said, man, that's what I want because I like talking boxing, and right. and and these things. It's. I think that's what it is. People are leery because who knows? You know, everybody who's got it together uh, can lose in this thing in boxing, oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah. It's, it's you're you're one. Maybe you know the answer, right? But you didn't pull the trigger on it. Or right. maybe maybe this is something you've seen a million times, but you was focused on this or that, and so you missed it, and we lost. Uh, there's no there's no secret formula to fighting. There's mm -hmm. a relationship. There's a relationship. There's trust. 
and there's character, and that's all it is. And 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 jewelry, I'd imagine. <laughs> jewelry has never second guessed her father. Nothing he's telling her because he has no reason to tell her anything other than he's trying to protect you and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, man. This this people people. I don't heard all. I'm sure you did, cause you heard all kind of strange shit. But I want to get. I, I want to get into I want to get into her background, but I think her background probably starts with you, Paul. How you came about boxing? Did you did you compete? Did you train? How, how did you come into the sport? I got into the sport late. I um my first love was football. I played like okay. six years pee wee football coming up, and uh, once I got to high school, I got with the wrong crowd. So I'm from Greens Point. So I got with well, I got with all the little gangsters from Greens Point. And real quick, ended up in in and out of juvie, in and out of prison, and um, I went to prison. And I was probably like 18, 19. And uh, so I go down to the weight room, and down in the weight room, there was this brother working out, and I saw him in the corner doing these little shadow boxing and then kicks. So he was a kickboxer. So that was mm -hmm. my coach because I went up to him and asked him, "Hey man, what what do you you know what's this?" He was oldest kickboxing. So he was a kickboxer and coach. I think he was arrested for some tax situations or whatever. So he I said, look, man, I'd like to learn that, man. Can you teach me that? But but I, I don't need to learn all the kicks. For, I don't care about kicking. I just want to learn my stuff. <laughs> I want boxing. And from there, that was it. I, was, I fell in love with boxing. And I just started training. And I came out of prison. I found a couple of gyms, Chapa's boxing gym on Cross Timbers back in the day. Went to uh, Grace Point Boxing Gym and then ended up in uh, George Foreman Gym. and uh, But I was just a, a gym rat, you know. I was just training, um, sparring. Uh, whoever was there getting ready for tournaments or getting ready for the pro fights, I would, hey, you need, can we spar? Yeah. I'd hop in the ring, spar. That's it. I was too much wrapped up still in that gangster life that I couldn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't take that opportunity to compete. And I felt bad about that, right? So my prime came and left, and I started realizing, man, I ain't going to be able to box, you know. But I always trained, you know. I always worked out. Right. As the kids started growing up, and when I'd be in the gym, they would tag along like little kids do, right? They're all at their daddy's feet. And so that's kind of how I brought them into it, and that's mm -hmm. how I got into it. So they got it honest. They, you, their dad was the boxing guy. Yeah. So they fell right in line with it, right? Yeah, I finally, I finally. Uh, so as you were, as you were getting, you were going and, and growing in the sport and, and figuring out your style. Who were some of the fighters that, that 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 you were watching, or how would you how would you describe your style of boxing, your family style of boxing? And Hurry up and say the Chavez thing. Hurry up, let's get what that out of the way. Surprise, surprise! It was actually uh, my, the first guy that really caught my eye was Finito Lopez, Ricardo Finito Lopez, out of Mexico. Yeah. I love that old school stance, you know. Mm -hmm. and the, it was a fight. It was a bad point. So, uh, and then from there, Oscar De La Hoya, Fernando Vargas, and then Bernard Hopkins, Roy Jones. Uh, mm -hmm. Those were the guys that I was looking at. I wanted, I wanted, you know, my style. I wanted, I got it because I watched those cats, James mm -hmm. Tony, you know, boxers, but but they can be aggressive too. How old are you, Paul? Paul, how old are you? Forty-seven. Okay, yeah, we the same uh, group. You name the guys I was admiring too. 
Chavez is the legend. Yeah, right. I mean, he's, the, he's, the, he's the greatest Mexican fighter. I still watch, I still study him because you got you got to be smart to get oh, him. Oh, oh, he's brilliant. And not eat them jabs all the time. So I watch him. I watch him. He's brilliant. But yeah, don't you got a fight coming up? Chavez Senior. Yeah, I think he's fighting. Uh, is he still fighting? Uh, Roberto Duran. Oh, I know they still gonna do that. At, uh... They still gonna do that uh, exhibition? No, as as no, know. Camacho, Camacho Junior. He's fighting Camacho Junior. That's right. I heard about yeah. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Jury? Who do you like watching in the sport right now? Um, some of my favorite fighters are um, well, Shakira currently, but um, some of my favorites are Roy Jones, Andre Ward, uh, Floyd Mayweather. I love that slick style of boxing. You like hit and don't get hit. Mm. That's the style that I that I favor. You know, you are from Houston, Texas, and uh, you know we have a, we have a special guest of uh, I mean a special friend of the of the show, Marlene Esparza. She's from Houston as well, and oh, she's yeah. she's been one who's really you know paved the way for for women boxing, especially you know his, Hispanic uh, women boxers. Does she play an influence on on, on your career and and what you want to do? Oh, of course. When I when I first started boxing, um, I believe it was in 2012. She was one of the females that I looked up to, always looked up to, and. Um, uh, I always favored her a lot. I like to see her fight. I remember the first time I saw her fight was 2014 National Pals. I remember seeing her going against uh, Jenny Fuchs, and she beat Jenny. And um, I was always watching them, and, you know, there was just the girls that I would look up to her, Christina, Clarissa, and, um, you know, so we'd always watch her. And so as we got older, we, you know, we always thought, like, you know, of us sparring uh, Marlene, we, that was always in the back of our heads. Like, you know, we always wanted to spar her, but my dad would always be like, just wait, just wait until you're a little older. You know, I don't want to throw you in there and you just, you know, you mm -hmm. just really survive it, you know? Now, so, has, has this happened yet? We're, we're sparring partners. We've been sparring partners okay. for about a year or two. Nice. And um, we're great sparring partners. We're good friends as well outside the ring. Um, Marlene, mentor, she's yeah. a mentor. Yeah, Marlene is very, uh, She's very helpful to me, and, um, you know, she's always told me, like, if you ever need something, call me. Um, she's always been real supportive. There was a time where um, in last year in 2020, when my dad got really sick, he wasn't able to, you know, work with me in my corner. He wasn't able to train me. Marlene needed the work, and she was willing to come pick me up and take her to, take me with her to O-Athletic and get some sparring in. And um, she was willing to, you know, take me to the gym. You know, have her coach work with me. She was real supportive. So, Merlin's uh, one of you know my a good friend of mine's and one of my best sparring partners. So she's played a huge role in my in my boxing game. She, you know, she helped me bring my boxing game up with her style. Working with her, she you know she brings an intense um, pressure, things like that. So there's there's really no one who I could say who brings that intensity in a spar like Merlin. Oh, that's what's a uh, big shout out to Marlene. She's fighting actually at the end of uh, what uh, April twenty third, I think. Twenty seventh. The twenty seventh. Yeah, right. End of April. Yep. So, Marlene, we gotta uh, get you back on the show as well before you uh, before that next fight. Right. What were you gonna say, D? 
No, I was saying saying because I know she did that show on Fight TV, but I think this is back on Golden Boy, I believe, right? This 27 show. I think I don't know. Should be. I may may be mixing it up. So, 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 what do you? What are your thoughts? You know, as far as your career, women's boxing, the state that it's in. I mean, it's a good. It's a good time for women's. It's a good time for boxing overall, but it's a good time for women's boxing. How do you want to impact the sport? What What kind of legacy do you want to leave? Great time for women's boxing. Greatest time ever. Oh, yeah. My legacy. Yeah, my legacy. Um, what I, the impact that I want to make on the sport is to bring a lot of attention to it. I believe my style grabs a lot of people's eyes. And so, you know, I really want to go down as one of the best female boxers um, or female athletes in combat sports. So um, that's one of my biggest goals is to be one of the best female fighters to do it um, business-wise and in the ring as well. So um, I think women's boxing right now is starting to blow up more and more. And um, I think we got good females right now who are, you know, representing, you know, Michaela Myers, Clarissa, Marlene, Sinicia Estrada, and many more um, other pop- Katie Taylor, she's one of my favorites. And um, I know by the time I get to the pros, which will be after 2024 Olympics, you know, it'll, it'll, the money will be way better and the sport will just, you know, be more popular for women. So I'm excited for it. I just saw the waiting on us to do this show. I was I was tuned into the Zone show. Uh and they got that 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 uh blind chick out of Australia and she always wearing the skippy stuff at the weigh-ins and stuff, but and so she's she's getting attention, but I was watching the fight. She just lost. But man, she was in there. She was in there fighting, man. I was like, oh she can really fight too. I said, damn man, all the girls can fight now, man. I remember when, and Paul, you remember this in the nineties when they was really pushing the women. Uh, Kristen Martin didn't have no competition until she got older. You know when she when they was able to beat her, but when she was in her prime, man, she was walking through everybody on them Tyson undercards. They they had to manufacture. Same thing with uh Layla Ali. They had to manufacture opponents because. They they even went get Big George's daughter, who I don't think fought really, put her in a ring uh, with Layla and stuff. But but it's a different world now, man. These gals have, yeah, Fraser, that's right, Fraser's daughter. But the gals have to be able to fight now because <laughs> because you run into an ass woman every time you get into the ring, man. Because these women can fight. And I tell you, oh yeah, I I, I I I'm you know some people may think I overly. Promoted, but I don't think so. I think I'm promoting good fighters and good right. fight. You know, so it doesn't. It, it, it doesn't. I'm not equal in nothing. Now. I'm just. I'm a. I'm a fight guy. I'm a trainer. When I see good boxes, I promote. It. I promote. It. That's all. That's y'all need to watch this. Y'all need to watch it. And 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 hopefully by the time uh, jury comes home, a gold medalist, man, no telling what it's gonna be. You know, no telling what her her. Uh, the, the the business of boxing is changing so rapidly, man. Right. There's no telling, you know, what's going to be laying on the table for her, you know, as far as, as as revenue streams because people are watching boxing now in ways they never, you know, well, it didn't even exist, so you couldn't have thought about watching it like that. But now with the apps, with the with the some TV still on, and and all these different ways, man, social media, 
it's it's plenty of revenue streams for fighters, man. If they good, if they great, if they pass the test when they get in there with people, uh, it's just getting better and better, man. And 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 boxing, man, is is like man, as you said, you said it's in the good uh, women's boxing, good state, man. Boxing is in a good state right now, man. Hey, just these these internet guys, I don't know who they are, but just for them to be able to get paid to fist fight with people, that that's boxing, rather. Rather not take a box. That's neither here nor there. They got boxing gloves on, and millions of people are watching. So, if they like we, we hop on here and we show them what a real boxer looks like. Well, you watch the other thing too, and it's fun. You know, somebody's probably gonna get knocked out. They making sure they match them up right. But then you can watch some class boxing uh, uh, along with it, man. It's it's a great time to be in boxing, man. It really is. It really is, man. And the and, and the platform has gotten so much more bigger for people to, to 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 get that exposure. You know, you got these YouTube guys and you got these celebrities where they're bringing a whole new base of fans that might necessarily be boxing fans. But like you said, you know, they're watching some of these uh, fights before the main event. And they're like, oh, shit, this dude can fight. This dude can box. What's his name? Right, you gotta, yeah, you got to sell. You got to product yourself, you know, and, and, and I don't know much about that, but. You know, if you if you have a storyline, if you have listen, being a pretty little girl who can fight, that's a gimmick in all itself, right there. That's 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 a selling thing automatic. And then when they get there and see you in there, and, and you're able to make adjustments, and something may not be going your way, so you adjust and take it from them and beat them, man. Yeah, what else you want? It's mm -hmm. it's it's class fighting, man. So I, this boxing thing is in a good in, in in a good zone right now, and I think, man, with the with the growth of women's boxing with the Olympics. I had a little girl, Julie. I had a little girl, man. You said 2000. You say you 2012. You said you was fighting. When I started fighting, it was 2012. Okay, Quentin walked into the gym for the first time, maybe six months before 2011, and now we he he's where he is now. But yeah. I met him because I was training his little sister-in-law, right, in 2010, 2011, and. There was no, the girls wasn't in the Olympics and stuff. You know, it was hard for me to get her fights. We went to, true story, We I took her to New Orleans to get a fight, an amateur fight, just an amateur fight. And uh, she beat up this little girl and uh, unbeknownst to me, after we left, my cousin who's, who was part of the show, he had to fight her daddy because he said he brought in a ringer and <laughs> and I brought he brought in a girl to beat his girl up. No, man, it, it was in the infant stage, you know. And, and, and we building boxes over here because girls can fight. Y'all think girls can't fight? Girls can fight, man. And if you're not supposed to be in there with them, you in trouble. You in trouble. I promise you, jewelry beats up on boys. Don't say their names, baby. Don't say their names. I promise you, she beats up on boys. That's just what it is, man. And so the boxing is growing and, 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 and the women's boxing is growing. Everything's growing. But the way you're dominating amateur boxing, man, uh, man, you get you 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 do this Olympic thing, girl. It's yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be on, on, on. And I'm gonna be right there buying a t-shirt. <laughs> hey, let's talk about that. How is how is uh, sparring been going for you? Do you do you do you find a lot of female sparring, or do you have you find yourself uh, working with a lot of boys? Uh, sparring is great. There's great work in Houston. Um, you know, we got Futures when she is in town, Berlin, uh, Melissa Parker, who's a pro right now. 
Um, mm. There's a little bit of MMA. Yeah. So I get I get great southpaw and orthodox sparring. Um, I used to spar a lot of boys when I first started boxing, but once the boys hit that certain age where they, their power starts coming in, we mm. kind of shied away from them because you know their power was just on a different level. Yeah. And um, so my dad, we started sparring females. Um, but here and there, I will get some work in with, with some guys, with some boys who are probably my weight or a little lighter than me. Put some big 18-ounce gloves on. Well, it's got to be fair. It's got to be fair. It's got to be fair. So, right. Yes. That makes Coach, sense. Coach Rodriguez, man, how would you describe jury as a fighter? How proud? What are your thoughts? Give us, give us your thoughts on her as a fighter. Like, she reminds me of me and what I could have been, what I should have been. Like, but in the female version, like my boy tells me all the time, my oldest son Anthony, you know, he's like, man, Jerry's like pops, like what pops would have been or pops would have wanted. You know, that's that's Jerry. And so, I'm very proud of her. Of course, you know, I think um, I know I'm her dad, so it's easier to get. It's easy to get, you know, caught up in the, my daughter's the best type, you know, but, you know, I kind of look at it, try to look at it truthfully, you know, and truthfully, she's she's got to be one of the best. I really think she's our gold medalist for 2024. Hmm. I'm What's very, your, uh, go ahead. I was going to, I wanted to ask two, two follow-up questions. One, what are you most proud of that you see she brings to the ring, a strength? And what's something that you feel uh, she gets this from me and then needs to change? <laughs> Most proud of work done. There's a lot of little things. Um, like, she never ceases to amaze me. You know, sometimes, like, I'm a dad, right? And sometimes your kids will do something. I don't know if y'all have ever felt this, but there's a certain like this little tickle in your stomach you'll get like when i'm when i'm sitting there chilling watching a spar she does this little move and i'm like whoa <laughs> you know i try to hold it in you know but there's a lot of little things i think i think some of the most things i'm proud of is her outside of the ring uh you know t uh, things that she does outside the ring she uh she taught herself how to play the guitar she she um she does a lot of praise and worship music i think that's one of our uh little secrets you know of why she's so good because i think the praise and the worship to god it's it, it makes every anybody better and uh and she put herself through school too i mean i mean she was supposed to graduate this year but she took um what you online classes I did online homeschooling homeschooling and graduated the last in the 11th grade so she was able to graduate when she should have been uh you know finishing the 11th grade she finished high school so nice. And just the way she is with her brothers and sisters, I mean, she's uh there's a lot of little things, but yeah, so those are the things I'm proud of her for. Not just her performance in, you know, in the ring and stuff, but there's a lot of little things outside the ring. Good deal. What were you gonna say, D? Oh uh, I'm I you know, let me preface this with uh I'm seldom I'm seldom ever wrong. So let's go ahead and see that. Everyone stand back before we get <laughs> I have a, uh, I have, and it, 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 this is for uh, jury to let her know uh, what I think about a person watching a fight and don't know. Coach Powell, I seen, because I, when I was asking her to be on the show, you know, of course, she was 
saying connect with my dad and stuff. And when I said, have we met in person or just we was texting before and stuff? We've met before or uh Oh, you and I? Yeah. Yeah, we've been Texas uh sparring. I think we was trying to get some sparring a few times back, a few years back. Okay. Cause I told her, I said, nah, I think I know your dad, man. We were talking about sparring and everything, but oh yeah. Uh <clears throat> there's a there's a thing I do, man, and 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 I teach it to my fighters and and and, and I, I get them to know the certain things, right? And one 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 stone giveaway, and I don't care if it's at it's at the championship level. Uh, certainly at the elite amateur level, I always tell my guys, I say, listen, man, when, when, when you see these people switching stances and stuff, it's, it's nine times out of ten, they're out of options or out of answers, and they're just trying to get another look at what they're doing. So I'm watching jewelry, and this little help was kicking, she's kicking this girl's ass, and she's, I seen the girl adjust, and jewelry went to softball on purpose. Like she did it on purpose to make her ass get right, and then she got right. She switched. I said, "Oh shit!" I said, "This is uh, this is this is real boxing right here." I, she knows what she's doing. Hey, bro, you couldn't tell me nothing after that because that's 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 normally a giveaway for fighters that coach and, and throw your two cents in here if you disagree. That's normally a giveaway that a kid don't know what they're doing. They just they out of things, so they just trying to get a different look, but. I watched Jury and I watched her do it a couple times in this turn. She's she'll switch to make the fighter do something, and or, or if the fighter's getting away with something, she'll switch and make her adjust to switch. Her. Oh, that shit is beautiful, man. Mm -hmm. And now, now, Jury, tell me, was you out of was you out of things to do, or do you switch stances to change the angle on the fighter and make the fighter adjust? What was you doing? I, when I switch, it's usually for several reasons. Um, I'm usually in my groove. And when I feel like I'm teeing off, then sometimes I'll switch up just, you know, out of a thing of having fun with it in the ring. Uh, sometimes I switch up to give them a different look or set up different shots. Um, you know, I like to work, you know, one of my favorite shots from the softball is, you know, doing a step back and counter with the left. Let me give it away on secrets now, baby. <laughs> No, no, no. Listen, listen. I won't give it away. I see it. I know exactly what was going on, but go ahead. Yeah, no, no, she did it to she did it to uh, we got a lot she did. Yeah, we <laughs> there's a lot of things that I work on when I'm in Southpaw, but um well, you know, mainly reasons I switch up is to give them different looks, to set different things up. And um if I'm just teeing off and I'm having fun with it, you know, I'll switch up and you know, those are the reasons. Yeah. It's a lot different than a fighter doing it out of uh, trying to get some, trying to get a breath, trying to get somebody off of them so they switch because they're out of things to do and all that. And I noticed that right off the bat. I said, "Man, I said, what if this girl can't do?" Then I seen her. I seen her. She she would fight small when she was supposed to, and and then fight tall when she was. Hey, bro, this girl the fight, man. You you know what you're doing, bro. I, I enjoyed the shit out of it, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm a real fan. I wasn't just selling y'all a dream. I was watching. In fact, I set my alarm because jury will say, I'm fighting at such and such around 5 o'clock. 
Hold on, man. I, I'm, I'm driving at the work. I put it on the thing because I'm going to catch a fight, man. She made me a real fan, man. But what it is, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of real. I'm a, I'm a fan of class boxing. But I'm also, you know, you can be a fan of fighters for many things, right? That sometimes you're a fan of guys just because they tough. But, man, when I see guys, when I, or girls, when I see that they can fight as an education, man, and, and it's no wonder she mentioned names like uh, uh, Andre Ward and all that stuff. She's studying the game, man. These guys is real pugilists, man. These, these guys ain't just fist fighting. This is boxing. And, man, I, I tell you, I enjoyed that whole tournament, man. And I don't watch the whole tournament. So what? I don't watch that, man. It's too much boxing going on. Outside you know, of that, man, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. I really you, did, man. You know, you know, who she didn't mention, right? Who that? Who? Canelo. Canelo? Wow. <laughs> Canelo's our boy, too. We're, we're good friends. <laughs> what, what, Derek? What, Derek got? Tell me about that, Derek. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm tired of explaining to this clown <laughs> that. Canelo Alvarez is doing things that just haven't been done, man. You got to realize, bro, this dude is special, man. This guy is a little bitty guy, man. And this guy is is, is making 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 light heavyweights look like buffoons, man. This dude, hey, this kid constantly gets better, man. Every hey, step of the way. That's what I told it's, you. Right? That's exactly where I see it. I got to oh, dude. I got I got to take it easy on Coach Derek today, man, because. Uh, he went and got his vaccine shot today. I don't want to get his blood pressure through the roof, man. How how was the vaccine shot, man? How how'd that work out for you? Well, it let me down because at first at first I thought I was probably gonna turn green and probably you know get some superpowers. But yeah. man, I sat there for like fifteen minutes, man. I couldn't I couldn't uh I didn't have no X ray vision or nothing, man. I nothing. I'm just regular. You should have got the. Man. You should have got the same shot Canelo got. And so, um, ah! <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it was nothing, man. It, I went down there to NRG. It was the uh, Johnson and Johnson one shot. And it felt like a regular shot, and okay. went on about my business, man. So, right. so Jerry, you've been taking you've been taking the week off, man. That it's well earned. What is uh, what's what's the plan for the uh, rest of the year? What you got going on? Um, so because I won the last tournament, they earned me a spot on the USA team. And nice. so now, um, in about on May 10th, I think I'm going to be going out to camp, I think in California with the USA team getting ready for the Pan American games, which is, um, uh, I have to qualify first in June. And, um, once I qualify and I, you know, I end up like in the top eight, um, then the, I would qualify for the Pan American games, which is in September. And uh, the Pan American Games is a very huge tournament for amateur athletes. I believe it's the second important tournament after the Olympics. Mm -hmm. So it's a very, very um, big thing for me right now coming up. So basically, it's, it's it's going to camp with the with the team, and then from there, it's going to Colombia for the qualifiers. In September, going back to Colombia for the Pan American Games. Well, you know what? I just want to—I really want to give you your props for going ahead and getting the school out the way, graduating, putting that behind you, though, so you can focus on this, man. That's that—that that shows a level of uh, wisdom, right? Uh, that you just—you uh, know—you can't—you 
can't be taught that. So good deal, man. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a very busy, successful uh, year for sure. And you got to keep us posted. Keep posting oh, yeah. your fights, and uh, you know, keep making fans. Are you ready for this uh, traveling, baby girl? Because you're gonna you but you're gonna see the world, man. Mm. That's man. This is awesome. This is awesome. I'm very grateful to be given the opportunity to travel out the country. This has always been the you know ultimate goal for me and my dad. We've always talked about you know how we're gonna fight when we go international. We've all, it's always been something that's been brought up in camps, and um, so finally to be given this opportunity, we're so thankful and grateful, um, and. Uh, I'm excited. I personally am a homebody. I don't like being far from home for long. When I go to tournaments, when I go to tournaments, I start dreading the last few days. I just want to go home. So, but now I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have to suck it up because I'm gonna be out there for weeks and uh, without yeah. my. Dad. So I think it'll just be like a mental challenge being on my own, um, you know, with other coaches in my ears. So it's just something to adjust to. But, um, you know, we, my dad's always taught me to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Hey, Coach, what uh, what about you, bro, man? Your daughter's going to be hitting the, hitting the world, man. You're going to have to adjust too, man. What you think? You excited? What, what you think, man? Well, I've always, we've always talked about it. So we know what's coming. We've always, I, I say it so that when it comes, the past, she, you know, we she already knows. Like she knows what to expect. We try to, we try to go over it all the time. We try to talk about, man, what's it gonna be like when you get over there to Colombia? What's it gonna be like when you get in the Pan American game? What's it gonna be like, you know, you know? Remember the foods are gonna be different. Remember this. Remember that. We're mm -hmm. trying to trying to get prepper mentally ready, so that when it happens, it's not a shock to her. You know, we're thinking about the elevations. We're thinking about the long stay away from home, you know, we're, we're just thinking about all that stuff. So while I'm telling her about it, it sinks into me too. So like, right. I'm like hey, yeah, that's right. She's going to have to go, go with other coaches and, 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 and be with the team and things like that. So, yeah. It's cool. well, it, it seems like she's, yeah, it seems like you're very well-spoken. It looks like you're, you're, you're comfortable in front of a, you know, a camera or, or taking the interview. So that's going to serve you well. You're going to become, you know the America's sweetheart, winning gold medals, coming back, uh, have have a successful career, uh, and you know we're we're all going to be uh, looking forward to it. And please remember us when you when you're all when you're all big and famous. Remember us little guys here at the Soapboxing Podcast. Uh, but yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of unforgettable dude. Though. Once you see me, <laughs> you ain't lying. Fresh. <laughs> Fresh, I, I I like to say, fresh is fresh is the brains of the operation, but I'm the eye can. So I bring all the I bring all the fame. He's got, <laughs> he's got that he's got that Adam Levine T-shirt on with his sleeveless and shit. Oh man, uh, man, this is gonna be a fun ride. And 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 jewelry is the is the the Olympics is still scheduled for 24, even though they pushed it a year or what. It's still, I, yes. I believe so. Yeah, they're not going to. They just made the adjustment for for COVID for this year. Huh? And and where is it? It's supposed to be up in uh in, in Paris. China. Paris, France. Yeah, in China. Twenty twenty four is France, and then twenty one. Oh, yeah, France, and then okay. for this one, it's Tokyo. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, Tokyo. That's right. Wow, man. I'm jealous. You get to travel the world and kick ass. It was we're so like we can't believe 
France, you know, Paris. So we're we're looking yeah. forward to that. That's gonna be nice. Yeah, that's gonna be great. We got a lot of work to do. We ain't we ain't gonna, you know, put the how do you how do they say put the carriage before the horse? You know, we got we got things to do first, step by step, one day at a time, year by year. We gotta earn it. I I, I always say, man, and 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 I didn't invent this. Somebody told me I can't remember. It might have been uh. Might have been Coach Hyman. I don't know. I've been around him some years now. Well, but but somebody said, you know Coach Hyman, Coach. You know Coach Hyman, Martinez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I forget where I learned it from. But I I believe in it a hundred percent. Pay attention. Pay close attention to the little things, man. And 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 don't give the big things no time. You the big things get overwhelming. Listen. I tell the fighter, I tell my fighters, I'm a look, man, our opponent, look, once we put our eyes on him, once we did the work, he's just necessary. We just need him in order to perform. Don't give him no attention. It's the same thing. You know, I think your fighters focus on, like you said, your strength, uh, staying hydrated, doing your work in the gym. That that everybody you come across, they're just a necessary uh you can't have a fight if you don't have an opponent, right? You right. give them too much. You give them too much uh, uh, credit, then all of a sudden you forget. You know, this is this. Is, you forget how to win fights, and you win fights by doing exactly what you've been doing for years, and stick to it, and and and, and pay attention to the little things. I kind of, I kind of tell her the same thing. You know, we can only control ourselves. Like everybody right. got to control their own. Everybody got to handle their own business. As long as we right. have it, it's right here. We keeping it here. We are doing what we're supposed to. They got to do what they're supposed to, and then when we meet the opponents, it's you know see who's the best. We'll dab them off at the end when we kick their ass. Jerry, when uh, give me your top three <laughs> pound for pound fighter. Give me your top three pound for pound male fighters, and then give me the top three girls professionals. From from Texas. Just just in oh. boxing. Okay, uh, my top three would be. Um, Floyd, Floyd, Andre Ward, and um, Roy Jones. Those are my top three. And for go ahead. Now I was gonna say, give me, give me top three, give me top three active as well. Okay, mm-hmm. top three That's active enough. would be Shakur Stevenson. Um, man, that boy's bad. Yeah. I gotta think about it. Uh. I can't quite, I can't, it is not coming to me right now, but Shakur Stevenson. Um, no, I think you're saying your favorite, your favorites. Uh-huh. What they're asking for is pound for pound, right? So uh-huh. you got to think about what they've done, like Crawford, you got Canelo, you know, oh, these top guys. Um, Lomancheco would be one of there them. There you go. That's fresh guy, too. Yeah. He can fight his bad. Yeah, I love Lomancheco. And I like um, Teofimo, Teofimo Lopez, um, watching him fight against uh, Lomachenko. That was a really good fight, and I've, I've been watching some of his fights in the past, and he, he's real, um, you know. He can fight, and ball. he's fun to watch, yeah. He, he, you yeah. can be a fan watching Teofimo because he's trying to knock that other guy out. Yeah, I enjoy watching him fight, too. Hey, hey Coach Rodriguez, what, did you catch that, uh, that Oscar Valdez fight a couple of weeks ago? Uh, no, I didn't. 
Oh man, you gotta oh, go back. Man. You gotta that go back. Bone burner, bro. bro. I want to hold on. I want to know, Coach, Coach Paul, what's your what's your top uh, three pound for pound right now? Active, active, active. I'm gonna have to say Canelo, number one. Three. Oh, Bud, Bud number two. Um, Bud Terrence, number two. Um, number three. I can't really say number three right now. What do y'all think? They could go to anybody. I'm 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 the same way. I'm uh. Canelo, Bud, then I do the fight. Canelo, Bud, uh, Fury, Earl Spence, and probably Tia Fimo. Uh, and then in the second half, you got Loma Chango, you got all them in the top 10, you know? Yeah. Yeah, all them guys. I'd probably say Fury, number three. My, my yeah, that's where I'm at, bro. That's where I'm at. Bud is number one. Bud, number one. Canelo, number two. Tyson. Earl and uh, Simo. Those are my top five. Yo, Fimo? All right, Jerry. Let me get them. Uh, let me get the three top girls in the in the game right now. Uh, Professionals. Number one, I I gotta say Katie Taylor. You gotta say um, uh-huh. Number two, Clarissa, and uh, number three, I would say I'll say Cinesia Estrada. Man, she's good, man. I, I was sleeping on her, man. I, damn, she's good, man. I was watching her the other day. Then she just went a world title. She just she beat uh she beat this young uh well she beat this Mexican uh gal who been a champ like for eleven years, eleven defenses or oh, something yeah. like. You know what I'm talking about? She can fight too. She, yeah. I, 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 I'm just forgetting her name. Man, yeah. Sanisa shined on her, man. Yeah. She shined on in Puerto Rico, man. And that and the other girl was trying to win. She could really fight. Sanisa Estrada, I, I, I mean, I guess she's getting her props too, but, but man, I was sleeping on her. I was tripping, man, because I just, I, I don't know if she was, I don't know if I just ain't seen enough of her because she didn't have, uh, wasn't being publicized, I guess. I don't know. Hey, you know who else is bad, man? That Serrano girl, man. Uh, she fought on that same, she fought on that card with Sanisa, I think. Um, uh, she's like Puerto Rican, right? She's a Puerto Rican. Yeah, they fought in Puerto Rico. Man, she's bad. She beat somebody. And, Amanda. Uh, Amanda Serrano. Amanda Serrano, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to tell you something I just watched just now. The quote, she, that girl, the only girl got a win over Clarissa, that English girl. Right. Uh, uh, Savannah Marshall. And, you know, Fury's uncle is her trainer. Uh, Peter Fury oh, is, is Savannah Marshall. Who got he got Savannah? Mar- she just smashed the girl in one round. But I seen enough of her just now, just before we put on, before we got on live. Man, she can fight. It's oh, that's a real oh man. I'm excited, man. I I, I see her and uh, Clarissa. We got to have this one. Is we got to have that one. I think I just saw something that Clarissa was trying to get a match with her. Is she trying yeah, to get. She, she was telling Eddie Hearn because I think I think uh, Eddie Hearn had something to do with it. But she was telling him 
Go on and make that money, man. Let's go. Let's go on the zone because you know she can go on any platform. Yeah. Uh, Clarissa, she'll fight. You know she ain't tied to a network, so right. she can go on the zone. She can go on everybody, man. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a real fight, uh, Savannah Moore. And think about it. Clarissa Shield um, won everything you can win a couple times, and the only girl that beat her ever. And I didn't ever see the fight, so I don't know if it was close or not. I don't know. She she just become a world champion, I think. Oh, she had some kind of she had some kind of strap on, coach. I just seen it on the zone, man. Yeah, man, we got man. The women's got deep division, man. Women's uh, blowing up, man. It's blowing up big. Oh time. yeah, bro. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me. Remember when they talked about the uh, the men when um, Ali Frazier won? Remember Ali was was telling Frazier, "Man, we're gonna get paid. <laughs> we're gonna get paid a million dollars. A million dollars is unheard of as for your purses back then." Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. And then here comes yeah. Floyd. here comes Floyd when he did that Pacquiao. If I'm not mistaken, Floyd, how much did he get? A hundred million. Something then, ridiculous. Then here comes the females now. Mm. Yeah. Who's the first female to break a million dollar purse? Katie Taylor. So the yeah. purse for females is kind of it's kind of playing catch up to the men, but it's getting better for the females. Katie, Katie Taylor can fight too. I don't know why she's an average girl, huh? She's the average girl. She's fighting in England, but. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's the truth too, man. She's yeah. bad. Did she win? Is she a gold medalist? She's a, gold she's a medalist. Huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's bad, man. Man, I'm telling you, the women's division. Yeah. By the time, by the time Jerry makes it through the Olympics and everything, no telling where this is gonna be, man. Yeah. No tell. And four year coach, tell her four years is nothing, man. Gonna go like that. I forgot yeah. four years <laughs> yesterday. We did. Yeah, gonna, yeah, man. Yeah, I tell like, her all the time. It's gonna go like that. Yeah, I, I, my my advice would be, like I said, just enjoy, it, baby. Just when you go to these places, focus on your training, of course. You know, the big, but enjoy it, like the culture and stuff. Whatever they let y'all do, let you see, you know, man, just enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Don't rush it. Don't do none of that, man. Life's gonna come. Life's gonna come regardless, man. I would enjoy all that stuff. All living, the way to make it. Living every on, moment. Take yeah, all the way to making history, man. Hell yeah. Right. Yes. And document it, and document it if you can. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Kids always taking them pictures because they document everything they do. Yeah, yeah. For well, sure. I tell you, I tell you what, I appreciate you coming on, and 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 hopefully, hopefully you guys know both of y'all know I'm, I'm I'm a real fan. I ain't just selling smoke, man. I'm watching. I'm really watching. I'm really rooting for you. So, uh, man, I, I, I we're gonna be following you from now on too. Why don't you I tell everyone that, where they can follow you at? Yeah. Um, in my social media, I have Instagram. You can follow me at Jury Rodriguez. So J E W R Y Rodriguez, two Z's. So there you go. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Any last words, uh, Dirk? Oh, man, listen, I just want everybody to follow, man, and keep up with it because, like I said, I, all jokes aside, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at, 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 at developing fighters, and I'm pretty good at, at you know, box. I don't know much else. I'm like I'm like your daddy. I know how to make kids and I know boxing. So that's about he got me beat. He got my record beat, but I, I you know I got me I got myself. But uh, but yeah, I, I tell you, I really appreciate you. I'm a real fan. I see what you're doing. I see what your dad's done with you. And man, keep keep going. We rooting for you, and I'm gonna keep pushing you. Uh, you know, from the fan side. Trying to get everybody to be watching and paying attention, baby. Enjoy, enjoy all, all, all the success you're having, 
and go get some more. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. Absolutely. Each time, that's a wrap. We appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of Soapboxing Podcast. It's your boy Fresh. And I want to remind you Saturday, tune in on the thriller app. Quick Quick Dog Randall's gonna be on the undercard. Uh you don't even have to pay to watch him. It's gonna be on it's his show, his bot's gonna be free, so make sure you uh you're watching it. We'll go ahead and post links as uh as we get closer to the fight. And then uh, you guys can watch the uh, the rest of the cards on on the I mean the rest of the fights. Oh, anytime you got something you need to promote, if y'all gonna doing some amateur shows or whatever, anything, bro, mm-hmm. just hit me up, man. So we are gonna push it. And and if you wanna do a show, bring one of your sons on, whatever the case may be, man. Just hit, just text me, bro. We'll take care. Of it. Excellent, excellent. Thank y'all for having us, guys. We appreciate it. Absolutely. That's that's a wrap. Peace. Keep winning, baby. All right. Go. Are you